Hello and welcome to today's episode of Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. Hello, I'm Chris. I'm a sneezy boy today. You are very <laughs> I'm sneezy gonna be boy today. A lot. I apologize. Yeah, you were just hanging out on the couch and you wouldn't stop sniffing and sneezing. And I thought, you know, I was really scared for a hot second. I have no septum left from all the cocaine. <laughs> it's just all eroded away. Big allergy slow. You don't have two nostrils. You have a single one that connects. Yep. You have a single nostril. And I'm not from Florida. I don't have that nostril that doesn't go to my lungs or anything. Yeah, yeah. Because whenever you wear a mask, it goes completely yeah, I over. I cover my nose and mouth, unlike people down here. I had this discussion not too long ago with my dad and was like, can, can you explain to me why people think this is a good idea to do this? He's like, nope. I was like, cool, thanks. <laughs> I was like, it's, 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 it's fair. Thanks. You know, I, I get it. Why thanks are for people the insight, like this? Papa. <laughs> Papa? <laughs> Papa? Why do people wear their mask when they run their mouths? I don't know. Dope. I appreciate it. Anyways, Papa, pass the peas. <laughs> pass the peas. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a German thing. You wouldn't get it. I guess so. <laughs> Germans are notorious for their peas. They are. And nothing else. The alpha peas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> alpha peas. Um, t today's episode, we're going to be following a man named Morris Osborne. Oh, before that, though, we got to say hello to the Singapore CDC. Ah, that's right. Yeah, For we listening. do have to say hello. Just because, you know, if they are going to be uh, censoring our podcast, we have to listen to every episode. Yeah. And we might as well get the, you know, introductions out of the way. And the hello. Putin. And the Putin. Yeah, we do have a Russian yeah, we that have... we assume is Vladimir <laughs> or the Kremlin. In our analytics, there was 1% from Russia and 1% from Singapore. And it said the Singapore Central Cent Development, whatever. Central the Community CDC. Development, something like that. Yeah. Not Center of Disease Control. So my thoughts are they're just checking to see if they got to censor us. <laughs> Which they will. Unless we have a secret listener. And they're hiding out yes. and like instead of doing their work they're Go just the listening closet. to you know what i would have put it past um that person because there are lots of people i know who... because it's worth risking <laughs> the job to listen to our podcast hey man they're probably like working on like analytics or something and they're like they have nothing better to do like i know what i'll do i'll listen to a bunch of americans like why are we losing so much bandwidth in our country oh my god this podcast is huge <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's so poorly optimized. Like, why is it taking so much? Quality isn't even that good. Why do people listen? <laughs> like, there's still just, like, white noise in the background. Like, I don't get it. Hey, I got rid of most of the white noise. Okay, whatever you say. I believe you. I don't listen to our podcast. I think our kingdom of Kisikura sucks. Me too. <laughs> I'm just hoping I keep doing it, hoping you get hit by a car on the way here. Hoping that you can finally stop yeah. and put yourself out of your misery. Uh, I'll just do it by myself. <laughs> you know what? We'll just depluralize the name. What plural? The S. In what? Obcura. <laughs> <laughs> S's make things plural. I... So it works. I don't think it counts when it's halfway... <laughs> In between the le the fucking word. Welcome to Arcanum Obscura Cat. <laughs> Arcanum Obscura <The> Cat. <laughs> At gmail.com. I never gave you my English lessons today. Uh, I guess you laughed at because, like, punctuation. Mm hmm. There's what about? The comma. And then there's the floating comma. <laughs> yes. The apostrophe. Yeah. Yeah. I actually used to yell at me because I called it a floating comma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The comma. So yeah, put the posture down. Like, you mean a floating comma? Yeah, so we'll two periods on top of each other? That's what you call it as well? Instead of a colon? For that it's a colon. For gay people, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I never came. I never used that. Symbol, you never so. use a colon use a or a colon. semicolon? Not really. Huh. I mean, I don't... I use... barely use periods. Come on. What about What about quotation marks? When Look, you, when I didn't rewrite the whole English language. Just one. It's just the one. Just... Okay. Uh, today we'll be talking about Morris uh, Osborne. 
I don't know why. I have him written down as Morrison Osborne. That is not his name. It's Morris Osborne. It's also Morris the Silent Killer Osborne. <laughs> sure. I don't even know who this is. I don't know the story yet. So well, you're going to learn today. As we go, um, I will. I will make up flavor text. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it would. It, it. It won't be the first time. It won't be the last time. That fucking charcoal peddler. That charcoal peddler. I'm still worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be. You be at work at parks. A piece of coal come flying out of the woods and hit you in the head. <laughs> Um, okay, so Morris Osborne was born in 1899 in uh, Alachua County, so not too far from here. I don't even know where that county is. It's just, isn't it just like the east of us? Maybe. It's not far. Alachua is like right next to us. Um, he was the oldest of nine children, uh, born to Albert and Annie Osborne. Even at, uh, at a young age... That's Ozzy's godfather, by the way. I'm pretty sure it's spelled different, because that Osborne is O-S-B-O-R-N-E, Osborne. Stop. This one is O-S-B-O-R-N. Knocking my lies down. Uh, I'm going to knock down all your lies as they come at me. It's like, it's like Fruit Ninja. As, sure. as they come at me, I'm just gonna slice them thing? apart. <laughs> Fruit Ninja? Yeah. Fuck if I know, dude. I'm not. I'm not with the times. I remember that. You're the kid here. I'm the one that's not supposed to be with the times. <laughs> yeah, but back in my day. Back in my day, we had. A we wolf. didn't even have wheels on our wagons. <laughs> there were squares. <laughs> uh. But Osborne, even at a young age was interested in magic like illusionary magic sleight of hand type stuff okay so like magician magic yes not like magic not like dark magic okay. sex um sex magic like he's not trying to be the next crowley he's just into illusionary stuff um he was so much into it uh what a quote from his wife was magic inevitably was his Early interest, this is the wrong quote. Um, Good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm a professional. Good thing you wrote that down. (laughs) Magic inevitably was early interest. In 1919, when he was 20 years old, he published a how-to magazine for magicians in explaining the trick he called Flowers Galore. Can you imagine how easy it probably was to do sleight of hand back then? In what way? Like, you just go look over there and you kick the rock somewhere else and go, gone! <laughs> now everything's televised and on your hands and you gotta be, like, really good at everything. Yeah, I I mean, you say that, but magic was probably just as hard as it is now. Things, no, I don't know. Things were a lot easier when the world was black and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also there's no, like... People didn't see in HD. Everything was black and white, kind of fuzzy. Yeah, but there's a lot of magi- magic devices that are already in use and already have been created that you don't have to try and make up yourself. Like, you, you know, the penny that whenever you bite it off, you just it's just a flip. The spring penny thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a bit of yes and no. I think it is easier and harder at the same time. I just think, like, people pay attention more now. Yeah, but that's kind of the point. You want people to pay attention. Well, in like okay, magic. so say you're doing like something up on the stage. Yeah. Back in the day, the closest person to you is like thirty foot away in a seat, and now they've got like an HD camera focused on your hands on a giant projector above your head. But that would make it easier. What? Because you Back want. Then. You no having it have people focus in even closer. No, would but make now you got to hide stuff better. Back then, you didn't even need to hide the damn car. You just stick it right up your sleeve, and nobody can see you because they're 30 feet away without glasses. Yeah, but people, the whole point of illusionary magic is to get people to focus in, like, really hard. Yeah, but back then, that that was focusing in back then. Things have changed a lot. Yes, I I do agree. (laughs) Things have definitely changed a whole lot. You know what I hate about things changing? What? We're off topic now. But, like, HDTV? Yeah. When they zoom in on someone's face and you see all their all pores, the pores. So it's like, come on, yeah, let's go back to you know standard definition, please. People have pores. Don't don't shame pores. Women shouldn't have pores. It's perfectly smooth, blemish-free skin. 
Yeah, don't breathe through your skin, no fucking sweating. cowards. Die. No sweating. Um, going back on topic. Sweat from your hands and feet like animals. Um, Cats and dogs. Yeah, but they pant as well. They keep the... Well, I mean, women pant sometimes if you know what you're doing. I don't, unfortunately. Someday. Someday. <laughs> Actually, this is one of the notes that Mama Watson mailed me to get you to slip up and say something if you've had a sex or not. A, a sex, some sex kind of life. sex appade of some sort. Life that we don't um, know about. Secret, I will secret sex life antics. Speak no more on this matter. <laughs> you will never catch me slipping, Mama Watson. <laughs> Anyways, our one follower, our, our our only follower. Yeah. Um, we're gonna move a little bit and actually talk about his wife for a. We're gonna minute. go on topic. A little bit. Yes, here. we're gonna go back on topic and move away from Morris Osborne. And talk about his wife, who is Catherine Marie Osborne. I couldn't find her maiden name. I, I tried to find her maiden name. Isn't it Catherine Marie Osborne? Yes. Okay. Catherine Marie Osborne. Um, born February 8th, 1917. Um, I could not find her fucking maiden name as much as I tried. She's just Osborne. Maybe that is her maiden name. Maiden name. Could be brother and sister. Uh, no. Nah. Saves on ink when you're getting married. You don't need to change the names or anything. <laughs> Anyways, Catherine uh, and Cat- Morris. And for everybody else in the world, that's Catherine. Catherine and Morris met during the Depression. She was a high school senior, and he was 18 years older than her. An executive. <laughs> whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and an executive with an advertising agency in New York City. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It was long before she was his secretary. He was 18 years older. Yes. Well, actually, the original um, uh, article I found this on said that he was 20 years older than her. So when did they meet? They met when at work right there, you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They met when he was at work. That'd be so weird. How old were they? Okay. So here's the thing. There was a lot of contradictory stuff in the, the multiple articles I found. So I kind of, like, cut them out and kind of added, like, using timelines, added my own kind of, like, age and timeline of everything. I usually take, like, the majority. It, that's the problem. There was no majority. Because yeah. the article... It is. I, it's tricky looking up the older stuff. Yeah. The article I found said that he was 20 years older than her, which is cannot physically be the case because he was born in 1899. She was born in 1917. So... Not Eight, twenty years. Yeah, so it'd be eighteen. Eighteen years. Could be roughly nineteen. Right. Eighteen. That's maybe the, nineteen. Can you imagine that though? Like you're like, no. When I was graduating high school, you weren't even born. I uh, <laughs> earlier when I was talking about how I he could wrote, be your dad. He wrote as a twenty year old. That's why their names are the same. He's her dad. <laughs> he wrote as a twenty year old in nineteen nineteen. Um, about magic and the how-to guide to do the, his his magic trick called Flowers Galore when she was two. And he was performing it at her birthday party. Yep. <laughs> Watch as I pull these flowers from my I noticed that. Colon. I noticed that a lot more that back in the day, people would get with extremely younger people. Like the Seven Sisters Inn that I did last week, the dude was like, 20 years older than his wife. They also had a lot of kids back in the day. That's true. It's a survival thing. If and you go to like third world countries, they pop out kids left and right because they need to survive and pass on the traits. It's genetics. Yeah. But I get it. I mean... Well, not genetics. It's, uh, 18 years is animalism. Terrible. And she, she, whenever they got together, she was of age. Cause... Well, you know, it's interesting to think about stuff like that, though, because like when you're older, you know, say he's like 40 and she's like 20... You don't think about that. But if you're in high school and you're like, you know. Yeah. You're like 20 and she's one. (laughs) Yeah. That is a bit odd. That's a huge example. But I mean, when you get older, age less matters less. True. I I do agree with that. Um, I mean, my, my mom's nine years older than my dad, which isn't crazy. But my mom... Like, when they got married, my mom was 29 and my dad was 20. No, they might have been 21 at that point. See, like I said, some people break that rule of the two-year difference. Yeah, it seems so. 
Anyways, uh, yeah, he was 18 years older than her uh, and became his secretary for this um, advertising agency in New York City, which is weird because he was born in Florida and she was born in Texas, I believe. It doesn't... I could never find how they both ended up in New York. Magic. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Magic. Um, She found him intriguing, she said. While his vocation was in advertising, his avocation was and remains to the end magic and animals, which we'll get into more as it progresses on. Um, But he loved working with animals and working with magic. He was actually really good at it, too. So he was like the first Siegfried and Roy. But he didn't get mauled by a lion on stage. Yeah. Or does he? No. He got mauled by the albino squirrel he had. <laughs> No, he doesn't get mauled by an animal. Um, those... Then why are we doing this story? <laughs> <laughs> um, then what's the fucking point? That's all we're going to talk about now is animal maulings. <laughs> Welcome to Arcane of Mascara, where we go through each podcast episode and talk about different animal attacks. We would need a new name. Animal Obscura. No, no. it has to be something. Uh, I can't think of one off the top Looking of my head. Um, <laughs> going back on topic. Though successful, Morris was restless in New York, and Catherine wrote, by the way, majority of these... Uh, I got this from Catherine's actual, not obituary, but a hundred page kind of booklet she wrote in honor of her husband because her granddaughter wanted it. And so she wrote this, but like multiple years after he had already died. hundred page? hundred page. Jesus. I couldn't find the actual hundred pages. I just found articles about the hundred page obituary. I can barely tell you one page worth of stuff about people I like. Yeah, well, (laughs) she goes through, like, how they met and what they did together and... In explicit detail. Yeah, like... It was, like, the first 50 shades of gray. Yep. (laughs) Um, So this is going to be quotes from her as well as... see his bedroom magic, like, where'd the pickle go? No, I I told you this is not going to be sex magic. This isn't Alistair Crowley. It's not really sex magic. That's kind of sleight of hand. Uh, <laughs> Slight of a body part. It, sure. It does pertain to sex, though. Would it not? What? Where's the pickle? Well, they're not trying to do like dark magic with sex, though. He wasn't trying to do dark magic. That's what I'm saying. He Alistair wasn't. Crowley wasn't trying to do dark magic with sex. He's trying to summon a new person to control the world. No, he just <laughs> tried to find his own angel. There you his go. His personal see. angel. That's not dark. He did demons, too. You had to summon the demons to get your angel. Stark <laughs> magic. All right. Um, yeah, magic's magic. It's all perspective. Fair enough. Um, though he was very successful in New York, he wanted to return to Florida, his hometown. Was it better back then? Because I don't want to be here. Uh, probably not. I mean, he came back to Ocala. Were there Florida man stories back in the... Almost. Sir- I mean... 1919 this is around the you know what this is around the same time as the mall barker stuff is it yeah because okay so he he too summoned a creature at a lake (laughs) mall okay they moved back to florida if it was in alachua it's not too far night yeah (laughs) this is around the same time as like the mall barker stuff within like give a few years give or take a few years um could you imagine though? Like, now watch me make this whatever disappear, and in the background you just hear gunshots of the Malbucker yeah. incident just fucking going off for four hours. And you probably didn't play hide the pickles, hide the gator. <laughs> Come on, it's more like a salamander. They did move to Florida. Um, after they moved here, they for the next twenty years they ran a restaurant, a dry cleaning chain, and a snake and chicken farm in Miami. That's an interesting combo. It gets better. A dance club in Jacksonville. No, or... I mean just a snake and chicken farm. Oh, you're saying specifically snake and chicken farm? Because, like, you know, depending on the type of snakes, they're 
eating the chicken. Yeah. I, that's probably the intention. I would assume. I don't know, though. Not anymore just a snake farm and food. I don't know why specifically <laughs> snake and chicken. Then they have a dance club in Jacksonville for U.S. servicemen about to head off to war. <laughs> a ranch between Eustis and DeLand and a zoo in St. Pete. I'm going to say it probably was more than just a dance club if it was for the men going off to war. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably more like a brassel. Probably. That they specify that it was a dance club for specifically men yeah, that's going what I mean. off. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's just fucking wild. Because over the next 20 years, this is the things they did. They had a restaurant. Then a dry cleaning business chain. Then a snake and chicken farm. Then a dance club. And none of it has to do with magic. Uh, in the meantime, they're doing magic stuff. Like, he, they're traveling around... <laughs> He's a dry clean. Look, I made the stain disappear. <laughs> yeah. Um, throughout the, his whole life, he's been doing magic. And he, he does do magic shows quite frequently throughout his whole life. Okay, so that's like an ongoing. It's ongoing, like in the midst of everything else. He just uses the other stuff to finance his yes. horrible magic career. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's wild because like he, he fucking has a ranch... Between Eustace and DeLand. And then he has a zoo in St. Pete that catches fire and burns down. And the animals escape. And apparently they didn't have any insurance on it. I couldn't find that it burned down on any website. I tried looking up St. Pete Zoo Fire. Couldn't so find anything. It, just in her writings it said it burned down? Yes. In, in her writings. And some of these things seem kind of off the wall that I thought maybe that he didn't actually have a lot of these places because it kind of does sound like a grandmother telling a grandchild like all these crazy elevating the story yeah yeah um because there was one quote that i didn't add in that were the grandmother specifically told them whenever the fire burned the zoo down today i don't know i keep hearing that and i was wondering what's going on by the way there's a bombing range not far from my house so i'm sure you'll hear it in some podcast it shakes the whole house (laughs) i think they are bombing today well, that's usually what it sounds like. You hear that boom. It gets um, worse, though. <laughs> but one of the quotes I didn't add in, basically, after the zoo burned down, a lot of the animals escaped, and there was a an orangutan that would only listen to the granddaughter, and whenever they found the orangutan, it was directing traffic, which sounds... <laughs> that's ex- awesome! <laughs> I didn't it add just it. just crashes and people dying everywhere. There's <laughs> monkeys waving people on. I didn't add it because I was like, this the whole story should be about the orangutan. What this you... doesn't seem like it actually happened because I couldn't find anything to corroborate. Yeah, you think this. that would be somewhere in the news, somewhere about right. orangutan? There was nothing to corroborate traffic. that there was a zoo and then it burned down. There was other articles I could find and other that... information that said that <laughs> owned an amusement park, but I never found anything about a zoo and about it burning down. I just like him directing traffic. The farm probably burns. He was smoking meth before he went out to direct traffic. Probably. But once that burned down, they didn't actually have any money because they didn't have any insurance on the properties. So Catherine took a, which was weird how they phrase it. Um, she took an actual job, like a real business job, which is a weird way to phrase it. As opposed to all the lies so far. <laughs> yeah, because it says, but well, she always landed now, a professional job to keep them afloat. Because as what of does now, a professional job mean? As of now, they had businesses that had people working for them. Now she's actually working, probably. Yeah, but it's just a weird way to phrase it. A professional job. I was like, all jobs are professional if you... Mine's not. <laughs> you, what do you mean? You're not a professional at what you do? get fucked up and, my you place know. is like the most unprofessional place <laughs> ever <laughs> yeah seems about right um shortly after the zoo burned down she was keeping them afloat um they had met a friend who was ross allen which i don't know if you know who that is no he's like one of the first people to basically start up silver springs no idea yeah he had like uh an attraction a tourist attraction there 
I with snakes know. and gators and such. And he's written a few things about gators. And he actually started the Society of, like, Crocodile Protection shit. It's really weird. It's not Steve Irwin, so... You're right, it isn't Steve Irwin. I did hear an interesting story about Silver Springs, though. Like... From Ralphie. Remember Ralphie? Yes. Was he there when you worked there? No, but I remember you talking about... He was, like, in his 80s, but he says that the, the, the water slides there mm-hmm. were actually opened by Walt Disney. At... And he wanted Disney to be there, but he couldn't get permission from the city board, so he went to Orlando. Don't know how true it is. I don't know because I because I heard because that he started Silver... in his backyard. The story of Disney, he had like the rides in his backyard that all the neighborhood kids could go on for free. Oh, so I I don't know I don't know about that. So I don't know how true it is, but that was the story I heard. Gotcha. Um, but they made friends with Ross Allen, who led them to a reptile show at Silver Springs, and Allen then invited them to do a show there as well at Silver Springs. And which they did, and they did that for a little while. Um, at the state park. Yes. Uh, I believe it's Silver Springs, not conservation area. It was Silver Springs somewhere, but it is. It's like just down the road from Silver Springs. Oh, okay. <clears throat> if not in the actual. Oh, park. I thought you meant like the, the animal shit at the actual park. I think it was actually at the. But actual they don't park. have that anymore now. So. No, but the monkeys also... are still there. They are. Actually, that's what he did. Uh, Morris Osborne, that's, his show was about monkeys. And he had tamed monkeys. That's the kind of wild, another wild thing is, like, he just has this ability to tame shit. They never say how he got, you know, his expertise in training animals, but I guess... Back then he just said you were an expert and you were. People came to see his show... (laughs) Well, I mean, you might have been good at it, but you didn't really need all these That, that is true. No, I'm an expert. Look, it's written in crayon right there. <laughs> so, this whole time as well, like I said, they were doing magic shows. So, Morris encouraged his wife to also learn magic. And they uh, both started practicing magic together and having shows together. She was actually... Um, Added, she was a, a member of the lifetime members of the Society of American Magicians and another group of magicians she was a part of. Um, yeah, right here. Over the next two decades, as they were doing all this other stuff with the zoo and the beat and the the fucking brothel that wasn't a brothel. Uh, gentlemen's dance club <laughs> gentlemen's dance club for specifically servicemen uh they were touring around doing magic shows as morris and the mystic maids as the group they were called uh but they mainly did that to help raise money for other groups they never actually really took too much money from doing the magic themselves they helped other groups make money and do shows made the money disappear <laughs> <laughs> Back into a zoo. Yeah. Um, but whenever he started being started doing more shows, it seemed he enjoyed it a whole lot. It started to, quote unquote, being back in the magic seemed to whet his appetite to really concentrate on magic and building a theater is what he wanted to eventually do. And it was in Ocala that Morrison finally achieved his lifelong dream. And he basically begun the project of building a theater. So I'm guessing this is where the paranormal stuff is. Theater. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so he begins the process of building a theater. And while he's building the theater, it's not him. He's getting it contracted out, of course. Um, but the whole time they're building it, he's there constantly to make sure it's being built correctly because, and I quote, it was necessary for him to oversee the building of the theater together with the usual parts, which would create a proper illusion he wanted to create. So basically he was there to make sure that all the little little nooks and crannies that he wanted to add so he can then do a lot illusionary magic there was put into place. He actually had a trapdoor installed into the 
floor itself. So what you could do is a lot of the illusionary stuff. That's kind of weird that he would single that out because most theaters have a trapdoor in the stage. It's a small theater. Yep, they still usually do. You think? Yeah. I don't. I've never been to many theaters. Um, maybe it's a secret hidden trapdoor that you can't see. That's what makes it interesting. Um, he was advised by the then world-renowned Dante the Magician, which I looked up, and he's actually he was pretty... more regionally known. And... Well, no, he was from Denmark originally. <laughs> no, this would be funny. He was more kind <laughs> of just county-wide. He was like. <laughs> That weird crackhead on the side of the road that everybody knew about. Yeah, he's like that weird orangutan that directs traffic. (laughs) So that he he actually helped them kind of set up the building for us because his theater wasn't too terribly large. So he helped him kind of build a smaller theater with all the accoutrements that you needed to make it useful and viable for that kind of stuff. Actually, apparently, though, uh, that theater was the first magical theater in the United States, which is wild. Is it still around? Fuck no, it got demolished. Well, I mean, it could have been like a landmark. No, it got demolished. (coughs) Do you know where Sonny's Barbecue is on Silver Springs? Yeah. Yeah, that's where it used to be. They demolished it to put in more parking. For, For what? Sunny's barbecue. Oh, I mean the building was still there. Yeah, that, up yeah. Until when Sunny's when Sunny's came up, they had that building still there. But at that point, it wasn't actually under there. It was under it was just there. It was owned by the Ocala Republican Party. I remember that building. Mm-hmm. You know what? When we first moved down here, <laughs> I used to go to the tobacco store across from that. Yep, the little six gun plaza. And because of one of our political stickers, we got our tires slashed. Really? From the Republican Party? Yep. That's hilarious. I think we had an Obama sticker on our car and an uh, <laughs> uh, equal rights sticker. Oh. And I told, I'm like, I came out and the tire was flying. I'm like, I got slashed. And everybody's like, no, I think I said, you probably hit something. The cut was under the car on the inside of the tire wall. <laughs> so you had to get down and get in there. Yeah, yeah. It. Yep. No, I think you hit something. No, it's slashed. Yeah, it's slashed. There's a knife caught in the inside of the tire wall. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that building doesn't exist anymore. No. Um, no more tire slashings. <laughs> at least not from that area. I can't, you know, single them out, but I mean, it just... It just seems very sus. Pretty, pretty big coincidence. <laughs> we were in a store for like five minutes. Gotcha. Uh, Dante, the quote-unquote <laughs> world-renowned magician, which he was actually pretty well-known at this time, uh, Dante further stated that while him himself might have performed with Morrison, or Morris, not Morrison, uh, their theater would not be big enough to suit his type of illusionary to fit, magic. To fit his ego. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how it came off. Yeah, that's that true. whole sentence was like, I would love to work with you, but your your theater's way too tiny for me. Too I need at least multiple this, thousands of people this, watching me this at one time. It's a little bit too small for my ego. <laughs> uh, Morse many times remarked on that few men were ever able to accomplish their life dream and now he was able to do that by building his theater until Sonny's after years of dreaming planning ups and downs Morse after diner theater which was the name of it in a isolated spot well it was isolated at the time it's not anymore um along what is now East Silver Springs Boulevard, was a reality. Local businesses ran ads in the Star Banner, welcoming the new theater in mid-March 1953. It was the first known magic theater in the United States, built years before celebrities raised their own performance venues in such places as Branson, Missouri, and I don't even know where these places are. It was basically the first magic theater in the United States. Everything I could find seems to corroborate that. But they're, they're, I mean, it's tiny. I'm really surprised this was the first one because it was the 1950s. It was a tiny building. It was very tiny. I've always been interested in that other building that's down there still. It was like a, uh, they rented out rafts for a little while. 
very very short time there's a business there but it looks like a, like an old brothel style building <laughs> you've seen it it's white brick it's got i think i have black it's just, railing it's just been a long time since yeah. i've been down it's got that a way. black wrought iron railing with a balcony up above it it's a pretty neat building um and when they opened it was the first ticket show the girl from the nowhere and a new type of revenue the ticket cost Wait, one dollar the girl from nowhere the girl from nowhere what's that that was the act that's what it's called that's what so it's called. like a vanishing guessing thing? i guess that was the act i don't know what the act pertained to but the the ticket show that the, they were starting off with was the girl from nowhere and a new type of revenue which is weird i don't know why it stated i don't know what it was about i assumed it had a lot of disappearing stuff because it, it included the wife catherine uh, their son adrian and a young daughter kate Sounds sound dirty. Yes. Gets his wife upset. I'm going to show you how to make a girl appear from nowhere. <laughs> Hide the pickle. But, and this is the sad part. In nine months, there will be a girl here. Osborne performed in this theater twice. So his whole dream built up to... He spent twice. three years building this place. Well, his whole life, too, going to it. Trying to get there. Yes, that. he spent his whole life trying to realize his dream. Uh, he spent three years actually building the theater, and he performed there twice. He collapsed a few days a few days after its gala opening, and was hospitalized in Daytona Beach and Jacksonville for a time. The theater That's was closed pending his recovery. Way to go to a hospital! Yeah, I don't know why they <laughs> took him all the way to Daytona. It's like almost a two-hour drive. No, but yeah, probably close to an hour and a half too from there. So they, they stayed closed until he recovered, and a grand reopening was planned for September 1953 at a party Catherine threw for the cast and company just before the show. Her friends Ethel and Boyce, Ethel Boyce seemed, well, fuck that one up, it's not Ethel and Boyce, her name is Ethel Boyce, um, she seemed worried, this Boyce. I'd be a little worried too, and like the guy's main trick for the night was going to be watch how I make my heart stop. <laughs> Why do you should say that? On command. <laughs> uh, Catherine asked what was wrong with Ethel. She said she had been to a fortune teller and was told that something was amiss with somebody close to her. Catherine wasn't worried um, because when Morse was released he was released with a clean bill of health. He was completely fine. Um. So she no was... ghost in him, no, no ghost in his blood. He doesn't need any cocaine. No, he doesn't need any cocaine. Not this time around. Okay. Maybe some lobotomy, uh, opening up the airways. Uh, a few days later, on Thursday, September twenty fourth, Ocala firefighters were summoned to Osborne's home in Silver Springs at four fifteen a.m., where they found Moore stricken with a heart attack. See, I told you. I was... Yeah, I know nothing about the story, and I knew his final magic trick. <laughs> According to the Star Banner. They tried for two hours to revive him. A few hours later, he was pronounced dead at Monroe Hospital. And then he came out of the closet right behind him, right? <laughs> no. Like a magic... Ta-da! Here he was. He was very dead. That's just the body I found down the road. <laughs> Morris Osborne, who had finally achieved his goal, indeed died of a broken heart. But why would he... I don't know. That's just how... That everyone... makes sense. Everyone kept phrasing it that way, by yeah, the but... way. Even his wife said he it died doesn't... of a broken heart, but he just achieved his goal. So That's I never got sense. why they said that. He had a stroke, dog. He probably he had too much died in his diet. And his magic ended, which would have given him a broken heart, but his dying caused his dream. Exactly. That's why it was always weird the way they phrased it. It was like they, he died of a broken Maybe heart. Maybe that's what he called the magic trick. The broken heart. The broken heart. Look how fast I could... Gone. Dead. Um... But he died you know, of a heart attack. works a lot better if you have, like, the machine hooked up to you. So you can, like, watch how I stop my beep. <laughs> it just it adds to it. It would add to it. Um, but you he just had, fall over on stage. Nobody knows if you're really dead. He died uh, 54 years old. So, which is wild, because, like, he spent 20 of those years with his wife traveling around, opening up zoos, restaurants, and all of that. Which I think they got married, like, almost as soon as they met. Because that's not meant much time. If he died, if he met her when she was just getting out of high school, 
See, this is another problem with, with Timeline I was talking about. Because he was 20 years older than, or 18 years older than her. They had met when she got out of high school. That would make him, like, almost 40. Then they traveled around for 20 years. And then he opened up his, and then he died. But he died at 54 years old. Yeah, I don't know either. The timeline's really weird on this they don't one. Keep records back I, then. Yeah, I, I don't think they. Florida were... barely keeps records now. <laughs> I don't think they really did travel around for twenty years. I think it was for a long period of time, but not twenty years. I think it might have been ten. Maybe. It just seemed like twenty because your lifespan's like forty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, made it to fifty. Um. Shortly after his death, the Marion players took over the building that he, the theater he made. Um, and only weeks after his death, the cast and crew reported encountering a playful and sometimes helpful spirit. So almost immediately after his death, somebody bought his theater and started doing stuff there. And he was haunting it already. Almost immediately. And there are some um, uh, reports from the cast and crew that I have here. Shay Blackmore recalled many odd things happening during a streetcar named Desire. Good story about it. Is it? I've never, mm-hmm. I've never read it or listened to it or watched it. Um, a preset prop, for instance, would be moved sometimes during the night when we all left. Uh, John Sherman recalled a run-in, a run-in with Morris during a show that Tom Mallison and I teched in the booth. Tommy was running sound and I was running lights. And at one point during the performance, I did the light change for a scene, but nothing happened. I was talking in the headset where the ball blues and over and over, suddenly the lights changed all by themselves. Tommy and I just looked at each other and said, thanks, Morris. <laughs> what? What's up? Here's my favorite. Victoria Mathis Sanders recall uh, Shaley Wiglet and I were the last ones. Shaley Wiglet? Shayla, Shayla Winget. Winget, okay. I was like, wait, that's a weird ass name. Winget's pretty fucking weird too. Shayla Winget. And I were the last ones to leave that night. And had been working on choreography for the day for a show they were coming up to do. Uh, we were sitting in the house talking when we heard steps go across the costume loft, down the stairs, then across the stage. We saw nothing. We ran out and could not get the door to lock. And they had to call a board member to come back and lock it for them. There's one word in the back of that. I, that wasn't even the last one. The last <laughs> thing is... Uh, I want to talk about Catherine because, like, this all the articles I found were about Morris and like all the stuff he did. But Catherine had done pretty much everything as well. Like, she was a pretty good magician as well, really well known magician. She was actually a part of multiple societies of magicians. She was a part of the Society of American Magicians, members of the International Brotherhood of Magicians, the Royal Order of Willard. So, she did better than him. When it comes to magic, yes. Or, or at least she was in more societies. Um, he was a pretty good magician. I don't know how good she was, but she was a little more into the actual societies and actually helped out with a lot of stuff like that. Um, the, Royal, the Royal Order of Willard and a member of the Texas Association of Magicians. And that's Catherine, by the way. Uh, and I believe... Um, Morris Osborne was only like in two societies which was the uh, magicians oh God, what was it called the Society of American Magicians and I think he was also a part of the um, International Brotherhood of Magicians didn't know it was any of those things yeah but he basically then haunted uh, the Ocala Civic Theater the old one not the new one I don't even know what that is that's the same building. Oh, the theater. Okay. I thought you meant it was like a different one. No, he haunted the. It was called the. Now he haunts Civic Tony's Theater parking lot. 
<laughs> uh, he also had the Civic Theater, which was also called the Marion Players. Um, and he basically didn't do much of nothing malicious, just playful. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I found it because people are talking about whenever you talk about Ocala ghosts, you everyone talks about Morris. And I was there's like, who no, the fuck is Morris? There's no ghosts around here. I don't get it. <laughs> you got the oldest goddamn city in the country, and you got no. Saint Augustine has quite ghosts. a few ghosts. Yeah, but there's nothing here big, even in Saint Augustine. There's no like huge stories. I know it is. It is kind of like, like up north. We got all these crazy asylums with like years worth of stories. And it's like, <laughs> down here, it's hard to find anything. Right, and I know some of these stories aren't the greatest, but I kind of just want to hit what I can here in the local area before I start branching out and hitting like the really big ones. That's because... our new name. Not Arcano Obscura. Nathan's Biography Corner. <laughs> Nathaniel's, sorry. <laughs> <not Nathan's>. Biography <laughs> Corner. I mean, it, only if it aspartains any There really isn't much around here. I've been no, looking and really... looking. And... It is interesting. Ah. We do have a lot of really, like things you wouldn't expect. Like the first magical theater was built here in marion county then there's the mall barker incident and then there's like just really yeah but even mob barker is kind of like like a footnote when you're talking about mobsters yeah it i guess it seems weird it does seem weird because i mean you would kinda, think there would be more stuff here especially down south farther I think they we don't have any good shit. cryptids we don't have oh any. my god don't even talk about that horrible <laughs> cryptid we have Stink Gabe, which is Bigfoot. Yeah. And he's actually, most of the sightings are within a mile of my house. Yes. Ocala National Forest is the biggest area where they sight Stink Gabe. Along the river. Ocala yep. River. It's Along the Ocala like, I looked river. on the map, it's like, right there. I know where the river is. I mean, the sightings are like right there <laughs> next to my house. Yeah, there really isn't. And that's kind of why I want to do them all right now. That way, I did guess. I ever, since we're talking about paranormal stuff, did I ever tell you why I stopped going on my back porch at night? This one? Yeah. No. So what? I used to, uh, I mean, I saw a black panther out there one day, which is pretty cool. At night, I saw it going down along the fence line. You saw, you saw Chaswick Bozeman on your back porch? <laughs> what? Black panther? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe now I would. Yikes. <laughs> so anyway, I, you know, I used to, um, when I used to smoke, I'd sit on the back porch and smoke. I never smoked in the house. Mm-hmm. And... And I always had insomnia, so I'd be out there till three, four in the morning. So I'm there, sitting there smoking one day, right? This is really good for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. This I'm just is, pointing this, out my sliding glass. This there. visual is really good. I'd sit in this chair. Oh, right hey, here. when did you get that on your door? Oh, the Cthulhu? Yeah. <laughs> it's been there for years. Nice. But great, great. So, you know, you stick stickers on your glass doors, like sliding glass doors, so nobody runs into them. I have a giant Cthulhu. Um, so I'd sit right there anyway and smoke cigarettes. And I was looking out to the backyard one night, and there's no lights back here except the porch light. Mm -hmm. And I was smoking, and I looked up one night, and I swear to fucking God, I saw the devil's face on the other side of the screen looking at me. Like a demon face. Never went on that back porch tonight again. The fuck? It was just looking at me through the screen like, fuck this? You didn't be like, what's up, Paul? How you doing? I started smoking in my bedroom. <laughs> I wouldn't go, wouldn't go on the back You got so night. worried about it, you started smoking in your bedroom? Yeah. But I wow. saw something out there. I told you, I've seen a lot of shit in my life. And that you wasn't have... just smoke or anything. I fucking saw something staring at me. What were you smoking? Was it laced? No, it was like a cheap-ass cigarette brand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fire, what are they called? Like the ones the that are made like Miami stuff? or something. Oh, I don't know. 352s or... I don't I don't smoke. So. It's, just like a, it's an area code for a cigarette name. 352s are... It's here. Yeah. yeah. I forget what they're called. I only know two area codes here and where I used to live. I don't know any. Home up in New York. 518... Represent five one eight. Represent. I actually want to get a five one eight tattoo. You're wild. Um, but I, the next story, I think is going to be a little more interesting and have a little more not drama. It just won't be as boring because this one was kind of like his history, and then he died because it wasn't much about his ghost doing stuff. Though. No, so it's kind that, of... I tried looking up like that's that's the only reason why I added so much of his like life before. I'm gonna do the, the um, Smurl one, but I'm just gonna. They move into a house and just gonna get right into the fucking crazy ass shit going yeah. to so much shit. That's true. Uh, I was actually gonna bring that up after the podcast if you want me to bring the get the Smurl book and then start doing some research on it. Uh, I um, can, well, I, I got the book I, here if you want to look online. Sure. That way we have two. I'm just gonna sources. get a, Yeah, I'm just gonna get a picture of the 
book. That way I can find it easier. Um, the next one I didn't do is going to be a little more interesting. Hopefully, um, I want. I think that's kind of covers like. There's some more stuff in Marion County, but not really. I even went to our library, and we have some interesting stuff there. Uh, but that's, that's the only cool and interesting thing I could find was a, a, an article that says man losing clout. And it was like the 1920s, something like that. I was like, he's losing his clout. Oh, no. Catch it. The hell's clout? Clout? It's like, how do I describe clout? Not recognition, but like yeah, that's what I was thinking, it's kind but... of like that. That's cool. We use it now to like. That's like the topic, like a big story for Batman. It was well, it was. Oh, it this was, guy dropped a little bit in the uh, societal ranks. Something along the lines of blacks changed their viewpoint on this guy because he said something weird against black. So people. he deserved it. Oh no, he most <laughs> certainly deserved it, and he was losing clout because of it. It's like, oh no, he's losing his clout. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um. Well, that was interesting. I think too. we should bump a state over too. We could probably find some more stuff in Louisiana. It's got to be crazy ass stories. Yeah, or there. Georgia. Georgia probably has a the, lot of crazy stings. India psychic. We can call the India psychic. <laughs> she specializes in bringing loved ones back. <laughs> and and what was it? Black voodoo magic yes. and demon black magic voodoo. And I can't read the bottom. I can't either. read the bottom either. It's like demon summoning yeah. or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah morrison is kind of boring but i it, it was an interesting thing that there was a big magician within Ocala. even his hide the pickle trick wasn't good i heard from his wife i keep calling him morrison it's not morrison it's morris osborne you know he's like hey we're gonna play hide the pickle and she's like look i'm conservative there's only one spot's going <laughs> that's my alexa <laughs> i was like what the fuck was that noise I got worried for a little It bit. wakes up when it feels like it and never actually listens. <laughs> Apparently it has like special uh, Halloween stuff on it right now. Does it? Yeah, if you say trick or treat, it tells you something stupid. Like huh. yesterday's was like, take plastic spiders and freeze them in ice cubes for a fun trick to play on your friends. Make your friends drink plastic. Real spiders. Really fucking freak him out <laughs> the drinking and that's a fake black widow huh no no <laughs> nope never mind there's a fuck ton of black widows by the way where we there is all over the place yeah i used to whenever i was outside like i'd go into the house to do stuff i'd find like the black widow eggs everywhere i think well we're just guessing this way i think i think it's good but uh <laughs> yeah i i I have a plan for next, uh, my next one. I know you have yours already set up. If um, I'm doing that one, but I think that's the main one I'm going to do is the Smurl one. Oh, you're gonna, that for your next one's going to be the Smurl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to take that today and start doing research. Why don't so. we split it in two weeks? What do you mean? I need the book to research too. <laughs> no, I was just going to take a picture. <laughs> I thought when you were going to take the book, I'm like, no, I no, 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 no. You can keep the book. Well, no, I mean we can do two part. You want to do a two-part of the Smurls? We can. I mean, we, I mean, it's definitely a lot of information. We might not have. I mean, we can do an extra long episode if we want to. Yeah, we can do a two-parter. Or just Smurls. a really, really fucking long episode. Yeah, either one. Because I love... Do you have shit next week? No. I actually have Saturday off, so... We can go to the Crossroads. <laughs> Don't tempt me. There's nothing... Don't tempt... So we were talking about going to do a... Uh... Going to an actual dirt crossroads yep. about seeing the devil at the crossroads at midnight. Now, I looked into this. Okay. The earliest story that I've ever heard of and that I could find was the, I forget his name. My, my father actually knows the guy's name. He was a blues player. The blues sold player, his soul yeah. to play blues. And the story was, you just went to the crossroads and met him. There was no preamble. It was nope. just. But since the show Supernatural came out, which I love, by the way, <laughs> everything you find about what you have to do at the crossroads is what was in that show. It's related to that show. So it's bogus. Gotcha. Initially, you just went to the crossroads and met We can go to other places. Like, I can get us into Ma Barker. Yeah, but we already did Ma Barker, and all we're going to get is pictures of bolt holes. That's true. Um... I don't think they'll let us in at midnight. (laughs) You don't think so? No. I absolutely think we can. In fact, no, we can. I don't have any of my ghost hunting shit either anymore. Oh. 
I actually it was funny. I was looking at haunted places within Marion County. They brought up Mall Barker's house. I was like, I couldn't find anything talking about but ghosts with Mall Is Barker's. it the house or the ground I'd be attached to? Because we'd have it to could be to the, either. We'd have to go to the house, but it's the ground where they were killed. It could be either. That's the other thing. I was talking to you about this in text. How like Florida's all like limestone. Yeah, and there's no fucking ghosts. Yeah, there was there was that theory. I mean, it is an interesting because I've actually done a little bit of uh, research with that theory before. It was interesting because the reason why that theory popped up was because people were seeing Roman soldiers going across roads that used to be roads to Rome. Yeah, they paved them with limestone, didn't they? And no, they paved them with. But they paved them with like. Uh-huh. They paved them with something else. I couldn't remember. Um, but that was one of the big reasons why people thought it was stones was able to record energy. And then well, they also it. noticed a lot of paranormal activity over certain types of bedrock, crystals and limestone. Yeah, and... I. When it comes to spirituality and like um, that kind of stuff, but that's crystals pretty... are have been around and like are really huge in that kind of that's stuff. That's why the first the Ouija board I made. Yeah. I told you about that one. Yeah. Hand carved it, put crystals in the corner with blood under them. It's, None of us would I think we it. should do an episode on Wicca at some point because I think that would well, be a lot of fun. that's not really Ouija boards. <laughs> no, you get that correlation? I was referring to crystals. Oh. Um, so there's a store down in Ocala that they sell all that New Age stuff. Also, a lot of New Age Wicca does have correlation with Ouija, even though they're not initially brought up with Ouija. It's really weird. They're just happy witches. Yeah. Nature witches. It, that's I have so many people I've met they're like, oh I'm I'm who who like into Wicca and that and they always have Ouija boards and tarot cards. Even though that's Wicca didn't not, start yeah, with any of that though. With that. But that's everybody not, that's just spiritualism. That's, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just spiritualism. I mean tarot cards started what? Way the hell back. East Europe, something like that. Probably even Asia. I know a lot surprised. of the cards you can buy now still have the original designs. You can get the original designed ones. Those are cool. They um, all have those like, specific I, I don't think it matters when it comes to tarot cards. I was making a set. Yeah, that's probably your best thing to do is make a set of tarot cards. If you believe in that kind of thing. There's someone that did it, so I was making them a whole set. Mm, Hand-drawn. Gotcha. I think we should do... My art teacher had a stack of uh, blank playing cards. She said, do you have any use for these? I'm going to throw How them out. How many cards... Book were you using um i don't know the standard tarot set i forget what brand it was like the name on it gotcha certain you know like i said every certain tarot decks have different names different names the person i was doing it for had a specific one they used i was making that set gotcha i see tarot's weird and interesting but i would like to do an episode on like wicca and tarot and like all those kind of things and spiritualism and Uh, yeah wicca's not that interesting though it's like happy tree healing no, magic. No, there's, there's some like darker <laughs> parts to Wicca if you d- dive into it. We're going to have to sit down and just watch the craft over and over and over. <laughs> until... Hey, man, we're just all trying to figure out who put... Was it who put Stacy in the witching elm? Fuck, what's that story called? That was a great story. That was a great story. I can't I don't remember her name either. I want you know, The thing I didn't like about it is nobody ever questioned who was writing it on the walls. They brief. I, yeah, I that would, is true. Because that person fucking knows it. They know, They knew the name. Well, they tried to find the person, like, because they never found out if the name had any correlation with the girl in the witching hour. Because they never found out who she was. We'll have to talk about that story one day. I'm looking up the name because it's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> Good story. If you ever look into it, it's basically... Um, who, put Bella, who put Bella in the witch elm? Yeah, who put Bella in the witch elm? Robert Pattinson. Wasn't that her name in that movie? Bella. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> in that son of a bitch movie, he is a vampire. <laughs> won't even say the name of it. Um, I won't. It's not worth naming. Yeah, it's a good story. Not not the movie, but who put Bella? Oh, okay. Watching <laughs> Um, if you do any research into it, it's kind of interesting. Basically, they find a a, a dead body in a tree. Kids find it. 
kids who are playing and then on. it gets into like all these conspiracies and spies and yeah it gets into witchcraft plain and old murder spies and i don't think it ever truly get resolved but no. i think the closest the... i got was the spy thing I think that yeah the most... that was the closest well no they couldn't resolve it because the body disappeared yeah. that which kind of correlates to the spy thing yeah. again it's a great we have to cover it we can't everybody's covered it i know but that's what we have to cover it because it's it, i want to talk about it but i'm just gonna do an hour-long asmr session rubbing the mic against my booty <laughs> that's what we're gonna do from now on we should we should wrap this one up because we've been going for a little while and we're kind of not even talking about anything don't anymore. no it don't matter but i mean i guess we could do it but i mean it's just been covered a lot it has been but at the same time it is interesting enough to cover it again and kind of talk about it so what we'll, we'll, what we can do is just we're going to cover that uh, Jetlov Pass at some point. Jetlov, I think it's D Y A. Jetlov. Yeah. So yep. I said Jetlov. You said Jetlov. Jet. It's Jetlov. So I said D Y D. No, you said Jetlov. And you said Datlov. So I said shut your whore d- mouth. Okay, so I said it the American way first, and then added the Jet. <laughs> yeah, because us Americans just drop Y's out of everything we're talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or should I say S? No, there's no S's. That's plural. <laughs> so it's just eh. Yeah. That's it. The whole next podcast was speaking in vowels. Oh boy, fuck. Yeah, I think I think this is good for the episode. No, we can go for another. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I'm all about this. it. That's a good point. <laughs> do you want? Actually, I will. We'll. I will bring this up. If you're looking to get in contact with us... Oh, before we do this, actually, because we're going to give our contact information. Cool. thanks. I, I appreciate it. No, this, yeah. go, this relates to it. Go on. We had two people follow us on Instagram. One that is random and we have no idea who they are. <laughs> the other one, we determined who they were. Yes. Um, so I just want to say thank you for following us. Yeah, thank and you, everybody, who is following us. Uh, I'm not going to say who they are. No, not that. Oh, you want me to K? Yeah, that's why I was saying it leads up to that. Yeah. We also probably will be getting a follow from the Singaporean Center of Commerce or whatever it was. CDC? Yeah, the CDC, which is in the Center of Disease Control, surprisingly. No. Because they, they don't have to worry about diseases. Sure. They're immune. <laughs> everybody, are immune to disease. everybody knows Singapore is immune to disease. No, all of Asia. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, if you guys are getting, if you guys are wanting to get in contact with <laughs> See, us, when he's around me, he gets dumb. I, I do because you fuck me up so easily with just dumb shit you say. Uh, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail dot com. Our Twitter account is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram account is arcanumobscurapodcast. And if you are listening to this podcast on apple or any kind of platform that allows you to rate and follow we'd love for you guys to rate it and follow or or leave a comment on how we can improve or things you'd like to see um maybe you have a story that would be interesting something that doesn't involve boring magicians or just contact us for anything i don't care yeah if you're bored and want to say hi write an email yeah someone will reply to you it it probably will pay us a little kid the right re- replies and yeah. nobody's sending himself. I'm wasting my money here. I know your poor daughter. I know. No, now she's younger. just stuck. At, oh, this kid can barely write, so it's going to be interesting. Somehow he's going to be managed to like write crayon. Okay, he's to... he only costs like a buck a month. He's from a third world country. I don't know which from one. I was going to say from just, the third was, world country. I don't know which one. I just bought him on the corner. Gotcha. You went on the black market and just kind of bought him. Black market, if you consider a corner with no street light, black market, sure. I mean, by all means of the word, <laughs> it is a black market. He sits on the back porch with the devil. And... Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of getting weird now because he's starting to draw like pentagrams and weird. Like, <laughs> he's starting to talk backwards and he didn't even know Latin. It's crazy. I, it's fucking wild. <laughs> he's trying to speak. I mean, he might not be speaking it backwards though because it is Latin, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> I like how you're like, I don't know, Latin, and like our podcast name is Arcanum Obscura. I love Latin words. I used to have a website, but it's Agrisomnium. Sick <laughs> dreams. This is actually backwards, by the way. Obscura Arcanum? Okay. 
But I, from yeah. what I understand in Latin, it doesn't matter which way you go. No. So that's why I, it is also it a better. name. Arcanum Obscura does sound a lot better than Obscura Arcanum. Yeah, it sounds better than, but it technically it'd be like because mysteries dark right now. <laughs> it is history dark <laughs> or mysteries dark. Well, Arcanum is like. Isn't that information? Arcana. In the information, mysteries. Yeah, like yeah. Obscura is just dark, obscure. Or darkness, or, dark yeah. rooms, dark places. Things you can't clearly see in. Cast is the thing you put on your arm. Break it. <laughs> well, for break down the whole meaning. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. See, I dumbed them down even oh more. Oh my God. One day they will be analyzing my brain to see how it works. <laughs> All right, you. Ha- I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And yep, I hope you had fun. I hope you keep listening. And don't say it. What? This episode is brought to you by the word Fuck wriggle. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hate that word. Bye. You gonna say bye? No, you bastard. Goodbye.